back to the High Vibe as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and in this episode, we are about to get woo as hell. And what I mean by woo is spiritual as fuck. We are going to be talking about the witch wound in honor of Halloween. We're also going to be talking about what the witch wound is, how it is impacting you, 100% impacting you, Right now, listening to this, I guarantee you, you have a witch wound within yourself. I'm going to talk to you about how to unleash it, how to become aware of it, and how to heal past it. I'm also going to share with you uh, a little personal trauma release that I had that really like popped me open or like cracked me open to my own feminine energy. Um, also let's talk about, we're going to talk about how you can start incorporating more of that feminine energy into your everyday life. So you will not have to deal with this limiting witch wound that is holding you fucking back because you don't fucking need to. (laughs) It's ridiculous. This is like, we're in such a beautiful golden age of being alive that our earth is shifting. Like we're allowed to be more of ourselves, our more feminine, beautiful, sensual, sexual selves. And I'm here to share with you all about it. If you're new here, hi, my name is Bree and I'm the host. Like I said before, I'm currently a fifth grade teacher in Las Vegas, Nevada. I help women unleash their feminine energy, unleash and unblock their money mindset so they can create more abundance for themselves and for their families. And I am on a mission to just spread so much love and light on this planet. You are part of that. Just by listening to this podcast, you are uncracking your essence more and more and more just by learning these really fun things that you've probably never freaking heard of before. So let's dive into the episode. I'm kind of just going off what my intuition is going to tell me here. I didn't write anything down really. I just want to talk about the things that come up. Um, and that's because I have 30 minutes to record this before my parents come into town. They're visiting me this weekend, me and my husband. So I had to sit or I wanted to sit down, record this podcast in honor of Halloween. So let's share more about witches. Now I remember like a couple years ago, like my second year of teaching, it was Halloween time. And even back in high school, when I was like a freshman in high school, maybe a sophomore, we read a book about the Salem witch trials and like Abigail Adams. I can't remember what the book's called, but maybe you know what I'm talking about. And I remember reading it and just being so fucking like wanting to know so much more. I felt like I was there. I felt like I've been there. And I just was like, damn, this is crazy. Like, how could all of this happen? It's so interestingly weird. And I used to have this limiting belief of, or like this idea that if I was back in that time, like I would never get called a witch. Like I would be acting normal and cool and blah, blah, blah. Well, (laughs) I had, I have been working with a healer for the last nine months. And this is something I'm really passionate about. And when I say healer, what I mean is like a trauma release therapist, essentially. This is something that I'm actually really into. And I really kind of want to get my certification in because it has just unhinged so much within me that I just want to share with others and practitioner on others. But essentially, Let's just talk about what the fuck an energy healing is or what the fuck a trauma really says and let's just go with it. So when I first discovered more of my feminine essence, I was receiving like very interesting information of like 
the first thing I saw was a rose flashing like in my mind's eye. This was maybe in May. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And then I watched The Da Vinci Code. If you've never seen that movie, I didn't even know what to expect, but I was watching the movie and I was like, oh my fucking God, this has happened to me. This has fucking happened to me. Now I'm already an empathetic person. Like I believe I'm an empath. I believe I am, or it's hard for me to say because I'm learning more and more about my own psychic ability and I'm a, I'm a person that can feel information. Okay. Some people can like hear information, see information, smell information, taste information. I can feel it. And as I was watching the Da Vinci code, I would pause and I would just talk to my husband about it. And I would just be like, Jake, like, I understand what's happening. Like the church is making women feel like they're crazy for being intuitive. I have shut off my intuitive gifts as a woman right now in present day, 2022. And I have been on a mission ever since, like watching that movie and just working with my healer and releasing all this trauma of this witch wound that has been implanted on my soul and my essence. So what I mean by that is like you're, you have an essence and your essence is like your soul. It's your aura. It's, it shines so bright when you are in alignment and when you are being yourself and when you are just being, being. That is your essence. It's so beautiful. It has its own language. Like words cannot match what your aura is or your essence is. And with your essence, you are able to heal parts of yourself to allow your essence to shine brighter. I kind of want you to think of it as a glow stick. So, you know, when you have your glow stick and you crack it and it, you know, that's when it brights, uh, becomes brighter. You are the same way. Every time you heal something within you or you become aware of something that's limiting you or any time that you dig deep within yourself and you're just like, I'm not fucking afraid of this emotion. Like, I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to figure this out. Like, I'm open to it. I'm willing to it. I'm here to transmute it. That is when you shine brighter and that is when you crack yourself open more. So, uh, with my healer, we went back into a past life. Now, I just want to talk about past life a little bit, past lives a little bit. Now, the best way I can explain past lives is we live in a multidimensional universe, okay? Time is not linear like this. And if you were looking at me, I am literally drawing a line, like a horizontal line. No, the world or consciousness is not like that. You are a multidimensional being, okay? Which means that you have been in this universe since the beginning of time. We're all source consciousness, okay? We all like exploded outward from the divine source, right? God, if you call it that, um, universe, like whatever you want to call it. You exploded out and you came down to earth to experience and to learn. Earth is a school. It is extremely dense. It's very challenging for people. Obviously, look at it. <laughs> it's a challenging place to be in. But we chose to be here. And we are at a very like particular time in evolution in life to where we can really like transmute so much denseness and not only like help ourselves, but we help our 
families. We help our children. We help our parents. And every time like you do the deep work of healing and releasing and, you know, letting go, you actually heal everyone around you as well because your essence is glowing so bright that you don't have to say a fucking word. You just be and you transmute and it's very beautiful. So because we live in a multidimensional universe, okay, this is something that might be a little hard to understand, but I need you to think of this not with your mind, but I need you to drop into your body and feel what resonates with you. The thing is with being human is we shut off a lot of magic and possibility and beautifulness about living on earth because our egos put us into small boxes and make us feel scared. So when like, let's let's see, beginning of 2020, 2019, um, when I was growing up, I wasn't like forced to practice any religion. My dad was actually Mormon. Like he grew up Mormon his whole entire life. He did all the Mormon stuff, like all the practices and the rituals that they practice. And my mom was, was grown up Catholic, like hardcore Catholic, like went to church all the time and did like all that ritual. I'm not even sure on the words for it. And then when I was growing up, my parents never like made me do any of that or like kind of forced it on me. They just, we just believed in God. We believed there was a God. I knew there was a God. I knew there was a God when I was a kid. I never questioned it ever. But then in like 2019, when I was really depressed, when I first began teaching, I lost my like soul connection. I fell into like my dark night of the soul. I felt completely lost. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was so confused. Got engaged to my husband. I was even more confused. (laughs) No offense, baby. I love you. But it was a really hard, interesting time. Like a lot of learning took place here. And then I thought, oh, I'll find myself through going to church. So I went to church and I didn't like the vibe. It didn't match me. It didn't like reciprocate what I felt inside. Like I tried to sing the songs and I tried to, what is it, gospel? Or like I tried to sing and like be that type. I don't even know. Like I tried to do be something that I wasn't. And then we got engaged, me and my husband. And then I'm like, okay, Jake, that's my husband's name. I'm like, all right, we want, I want to be married in the church. <laughs> Cause I thought like that's what I was supposed to do. Like, I don't know. And we go to church class to be married. And a lot of it was just like really kind of like shallow. And this is just my experience, right? This is just what I felt. And I'm sharing with you because I feel like you'll resonate with it. And all like the shallow teachings kind of that they were sharing, I was just like, hmm, this doesn't like resonate deep within me. And then I would share my own perspective. Like, it came to a point where they were like, yes, you need to tithe. You need to tithe. Like that was part of our marriage class was tithing. And if you don't know what tithing is, cause I had no idea what that word meant either. It means like giving your money to the church or like donating to the church, like every single month, like part of a bill. Right. And it's kind of like the energy behind it wasn't like, we want you to make the choice to do it. It was more like you need to because X, Y, Z. And then I'm like, you know, I rose my hand because I thought it was kind of like an open dialogue kind of thing. And I was like, um, well, like I spend a lot of money or like I spend money in my classroom with my students. Like, isn't that considered tithing or like donating to charity or like giving? And they're like, "Uh, yeah, but you need to like donate to the church. And I was like, 
Hmm. And this is the interesting thing. And this is why my husband is like my soulmate, like for real. And I'm going to talk about it in my past life that I have. I, the thing is with soulmates, like you are typically with each other over and over and over again in different lifetimes. And one more thing about lifetimes and what I want you to kind of like taste is matter, energy, what we are is neither created nor destroyed. So after we die, where do we go? Okay. We are just like rebirthed into new different places to serve in our essence and to enlighten people and like live a di- like the thing is like <laughs> even right now as I'm speaking and you're listening like you are living different lives in different dimensions as well okay you are one itsy bitsy piece of source like you are essentially god okay so just to like throw that at you i know it's a lot to handle but whatever i'm here to like just give it to you so Um, My husband has always been that person in my life. Like that has, he's really challenged me to break out of my like limited mind shell. And the reason why I was so limited on belief or like opening myself up to anything other than the, the church or whatever was I was afraid. I was scared. I was scared, like freaking scared. But my husband is a really great questioner and he was he grew up like forced going to church and he always hated it. And he explained to me why and da da da. So one time at this like marriage course with the church, um, they were just like, you need to raise your kids like Christian or whatever. And I'm like, but, but then I just shared like my experience growing up and my experience growing up was like, we believed in God. We didn't like, follow anything. We just live to be good people. Like we always tried our best, like to be good people or like be serving and loving and, you know, giving and kind of like not being selfish in a way. And I shared that experience. And I said, you know, like my dad grew up Mormon and my mom, it was Catholic. And the person that was teaching the class talked 20 to 30 minutes about like Jesus and like all this stuff. And I'm like, that wasn't even my point. (laughs) And then I'm like, huh. And then COVID happened. And then everything just click, click, click and bang, boom. Here I am talking about feminine energy and how the witch wound is from generations and generations and past lives of us being killed, murdered, prosecuted for speaking what I'm speaking about right now on my podcast. And it actually gets me pretty emotional to think about it because I can sometimes like feel the scarcity. And this is so one of the ways the witch wound is still affecting you right now, because I know when that you're listening to this, you resonate with this because otherwise you wouldn't be here. Like energy attracts like, right? You are here because we are the same, like in our experience, in our awakeness, like that is why we're listening to each other here. And with the witch wound, it's like this witch wound made women go against each other. Why do you think women are labeled as so catty, so bitchy, so blah, freaking blah? It's because we were kind of like programmed and forced to be this way towards other women because it was like a competition of like survival. Because if you didn't find a husband, what, 2,500 years ago, you would fucking die. Or you'd get prosecuted or you would get killed. I have been killed in past lives for being my essence and like for being me and to sharing my wisdom that I share now. It's intense. 
So for example, when I went back with my healer and I was doing all the stuff and I was like going back, I had, I had honestly no fucking idea what to expect. And I was, I was going back and when you do healing on this, like you have to just trust whatever comes up. I know it seems far-fetched, but you have to trust what comes up. It's not just coming up for zero reason. Okay. It's coming up for a reason. It's too fucking random. There's no such thing as coincidence. Okay. It's all for reason. So when I was going back in time, I was just like, oh my fucking God. Like I was abandoned in the woods. Like I must have been ostracized out of my community or wherever I was. And I was ostracized into the woods and I saw myself in my past life. Cause you can go back, right? Like the present is everything and once happening. All right. Like <laughs> I know it's kind of hard to like understand and I try my best explaining it. I think I do a good job. But when I went back, I was in the woods, I was in the water and I was drowning and I was just reliving this. Like I kind of like killed myself in a way, like in the woods. Cause I thought I was, I was abandoned. So I thought I was just going to die anyways. So I was in the water and I was like drowning, drowning. But then all of a sudden I like got up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting up. Like I'm emerging up. And I walked out of the water and I was naked and I found like this little house and I walked, I knocked on the door, like hoping someone would help me. And the person that answered the door was my husband. And the thing is, it's like, that's not my husband, like Jake, who I know Jake is now. He's my, he's the essence of my husband. Like right when I was in my past life and I was living through this and I like went to the door and all this stuff and I knocked on the door and the person answered. I didn't see his face. It's not like, I'm not that clairvoyant at this point in my life, like super visual right now. Again, I vibe with feeling. And I'm like, oh my God, it's my husband. Like it's, it's Jake. Like it's my husband's energy. Cause you can feel your soulmate. It's like, you can feel the people in your life. You can feel what your mom feels like, what your dad feels like, what your brother feels like, what your best friend feels like. You can feel that essence. And I felt my husband and I'm like, oh my God. And it was so fucking And then I'm like, okay, he's letting me in. And again, my healer's leading me through this. And this is why I'm so passionate. Email me if you want me to get my certification because I'm so down. I'm working towards it, by the way, because I want to help you with this too. And I, you know, he let me in as this little like cottage house. Like it's a long freaking time ago. It's in the woods. Like I don't even know where it's at, but, and I'm like, my husband's allowing me to like do my rituals. Like my husband's allowing me to be a quote unquote witch. My husband's allowing me to practice my spirituality in my home. And I'm like, I am literally seeing like this table with like a rose and crystal and my hands are tingling in the moment, like in my present body, like me as Brie. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so powerful. And I was able to like heal a piece of my essence and it brought back to me. And like, I could not talk about this if I didn't have that experience So the thing is like with the witch thing is like people used to call each other witches if you held any sort of power. Okay. That is why women are called witches. That is why women are called bitches. It's because women are powerful. And I'm not going to say they're more powerful than men because they're not because we co-create together. 
Like we are men. Men are us. We are all one. But like women have portals to create life. Yes, we need the sperm. Yes. But we create portals that create life. And back 2000 some years ago, that was a huge threat to the regime or like the church or like whatever the fuck. I don't even know what the fuck to call it. Like that dense energy that wants to control and kill people who disagree. I know some people call it like the patriarchy, but that word doesn't resonate with me. I just think that's too limiting. Like that's just too basic for me. Um, A lot of things like words are really limiting and that's one of them. But I think it's like that dense consciousness and earth's fucking dense. And it's like, it's evolution. It just is like, it just is. Okay. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. So after that experience, I decided to dig deeper, deeper, deeper about the witch wound and what it means and like how it still impacts women. And it impacts you right now because you are afraid because you have been killed in past lives for standing up for yourself or being this powerful creator, speaking your truth or like doing whatever it is that you did back in the day, like I'm doing now, like guarantee you 2000 years ago, if I stood in the middle, I don't know, of a city and I started being like, God's within you. Like you don't need to listen to the church. Like you are God in human carnate. That is who you are. Like you are powerful. You are a manifester. I would get killed. I would be prosecuted and killed. Watch the Da Vinci Code. Um, it's really good movie. It's intense. But also, um, with the witch wound, the reason like manifestation has like this weird, like, oh my God, it's bad. Oh my God, you're bad. Like I was on Instagram the other day and like this chick was just going off about how like a toy cauldron is like bringing in like this weird ass energy. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like who the fuck told you that? And, um, with this, like a lot of times, even present day, and you may notice this, and especially when you start to like speak out and you maybe become a creator, like you create a podcast and you want to help women unleash their feminine energy, like me, you're going to be called fucking crazy. And, you know, people might call you a witch or like you're a weirdo or like, you know what I mean? But that's all because like your power is triggering them. And the thing is with being a powerful woman and like living in her essence means you are going to be a walking trigger. Okay. Like you are a walking trigger, dude. I just got called a bitch two fucking weeks ago by like a family member. So it's just, you will see in your reality, the more you step into your power, the more you step into your essence that you are going to be triggering more and more and more people, but you're on the right track. (laughs) When you do that, but you're safe to do it now. You're not going to be killed anymore for like speaking out your truth anymore. You are safe now. I'm here to tell you you're safe. I had to do like a lot of unshedding and a lot of, you know, like coaching and mentoring and all of that to get to this point, but I want to help you too. So if you want to start unleashing your feminine energy and you want help with this, like reach out to me. Let's start to work together. Let's start to unbulk this and let's figure this out. Like if you have a fascination for tarot cards, oracle cards, um, if you feel like you are like some type of healer or some type of something like that, that is like your soul speaking to you, your essence for you to bust through. And I'm telling you right now, 
if you feel it and you continue to ignore it, it's going to cause more like bullshit and harm or like unalignment for you to where you finally say, fuck, fine. Kind of like me. I'm ready to like step away from teaching. I'm ready to do this full time. I want to teach you how to live in your essence as a feminine energy. And like another thing is with this witch wound is it just makes other women like it, it pins other women at each other. But the thing is that's so debilitating with that is women grow with community. Like there's women's circles for a reason. I have one. That's why I made the high vibrational or the high vibe lounge for women to come together and let's do circle together. Let's create goals together. When you talk about manifestation and it sounds like you're like practicing magic and witchcraft, it's because you kind of are sure, like, but you're being an alchemist of your life. Like, that's the part that I was, I just, like, it clicked for me. Just because you are in power of shifting and changing your reality, people are going to call you a witch or, like, a weirdo or, like, whatever. But you're safe to do it now. We got, like, freedom of speech here, right? Like, we can do this. You're safe. And if you feel like you're unsafe, like, Call on some like angels or like call on something like tell me I will help you through it. I'm passionate about this. I've been working more and more on my own like psychic ability as well. And I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on that too because we're all psychic. And the thing was, as we were growing and evolving in our past lives and in the past, right, like 2000 some plus years ago, we turned off a lot of our beautiful feminine gifts that feminine energy of that just knowing of that psychic sense of like that motherly instinct of that divine, beautiful, sensual energy. Another way the witch wound like hinders us is we are afraid to show our skin or like we're afraid to show off. We're afraid to be lit up. We're afraid to be here. I can't tell you how many times I've been called some weird ass name because I trigger someone with my appearance, but that's not on you. It's not on me. It's on the other person. Now, if you get triggered by them saying something, that's your work to dig into. But if someone's just being like, you look like a slut. Okay. What does that even fucking mean? It doesn't mean shit. It don't mean shit. So I'm here to light you up. (laughs) You can do it. We can do it together. Um, All right. I think my parents are coming soon. If you have any questions or if you love this, I'm telling you, I've gotten so many good, so much good feedback about, you know, learning more about feminine energy and like all of that. And I know this was a super quick episode, but this was more like me sharing the feminine, my feminine experience at least. And like really stepping into my power of being this type of person and coach and walking away from teaching and like being more sexy and like being more sensual. And another thing, here's something else that's coming through. So I'm going to share something else that I, this is so personal, but whatever, like, I don't care. Like, I love you. You're listening to me for a reason. We're connecting for a reason. Another thing I had to heal was being shamed for self-pleasuring as a child. I had to heal that. I had to go back in time or I had to like heal it. I can help you heal that. You don't have to like be a trauma healer to heal that. I can help you with that easy. But I had to go back in time and like 
talk to my younger self about like, it's not wrong to self-pleasure yourself as a four-year-old. I am so sorry you were shamed for that. Like, I am so fucking sorry you were shamed. The thing is, when you grew up zero to seven, zero, especially zero to four, zero to five, zero to seven, you were an open consciousness. Like you were deeming what was normal, what was not. And it was all based upon your environment. So I grew up in an environment that was like, it's not good to self-pleasure. Like mom, love you a lot, but like you didn't, you kind of like let the old paradigm kind of take you and like, you know, she, she shamed me for it. And I still, you know, I had that shame held on to me. So I would like cover myself up. I would not like sex. Like what? Sex is not a bad thing. Sex is powerful. Sex is so powerful. And I had to heal that too, because a lot of women are shamed for their sexualness or like their sensuality, them being sexy, being beautiful women, all fucking shamed all the fucking time. I mean, it's like, it's, it makes me laugh because we have so much work to do as a collective, but the thing is you can't like holler and shout at people. Like you can't like be an asshole to change the world. You have to lead by example and you have to embody your essence and your essence is love. So this is the thing I see right now in the collective. Like, you know, when you fucking turn on the news, sometimes I don't watch the news, but sometimes when you see it or you like, you hear people talking about it or like on Instagram, sometimes it pops up. Um, you just see people going fucking crazy. And it's like, do you really think that helps? Trust me. I've been there. I've done that. I've, I've gone to all the things. Okay. (laughs) It doesn't fucking help. Like it helps you grow, but the only way you can transmute is by embodying your highest vibe self, like your highest potential, your high vibrational self is the only way you're going to change the world. Not by shouting at others, not by judging others. Because the thing is like some people, they think that shouting at others and wanting other people to change is going to change the world. No, it's not. The only way to change the world is change within yourself to where you're not triggered by anything that doesn't even fucking matter. And you just live your life as a true embodiment of your essence to where you're like, I'm safe no matter what. I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to do this. Like, I'm not afraid. I'm not living in fear. I am 100% supported in everything I do because I lead, I live my life with love leading, with love being the leading force. Every day I wake up and my intention is to bring love and light into this planet, to be an anchor for it. Also to serve. I like serving. I like serving you, like educating people on stuff. So (laughs) this was a great podcast episode. I went pretty deep and you got to share and learn a lot about me. I'm not afraid or ashamed of it at all. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you think this is helpful or you freaking love this episode, please share it. I'm trying to make this podcast like reach a lot more women because I feel a huge amount of women that need to hear this message, step into their power and be these beautiful essences of like beautiful deliciousness. Like you guys, when I tell you, like when I see women sometimes like in the wild, (laughs) when I see women in the wild and they just are like shining this beautiful fucking essence of like, this is me, this is who I am. Like, I am like, wow, you are beautiful. And it's not like in a sexual way. It's like you are just beautiful. Like your energy is potent. It's yummy. It's delicious. And I want a piece of it. Like I want to emulate you. 
Like, I want to be you. I want to taste you. Not like that. Like, I want a taste of you. Okay, gotta go. My parents are my parents are pulling in the driveway right now. Okay, I love you. Please share this episode. Thank you so much. Follow me on Instagram. Join the High Vibe Collective if you want. The, um, the lounge link down below. Thank you so much. Hit me up if you want to coach. I uh, want me to coach you. I'll help you unleash your inner being. Bring out the sexy and not give a fuck. All right. I love you. Bye.